At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, how are we feeling? It is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you in, presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. I would say happy Monday to the big guy, Michael Lombardi, there, but your, your Monday was yesterday. How are we feeling today, man? We feel great. Thursday night football, Patrick. We got it coming. Everything's good. Uh, working on the handicap in the games, seeing what's going on. A lot of happened since we've last talked to one another. The Eagles have won the Super Bowl. Buffalo was in the Super Bowl, too. So a lot of things have gone on since that Monday night contest that we talked about. Yeah, I have in my notes. Don't worry, the Eagles, are they this good? By the way, in many markets, Hertz is now your third betting favorite to win the MVP. No shock there. No, I mean, look, it was a magnificent performance the other night. I mean, but Minnesota tried to play zone against them to hold up against his runs. I mean, the, going into the game, 17 rushes before the game. So Ed, Ed Donatel said, look, I, I, gotta have a, I can't get in a man-to-man game with him because I, if I turn my back, he's going to run like he did against the Lions. So played a lot of zone, and, and give Kurtz credit, he executed – against the zone and was very accurate. Five incompletions. The interception wasn't his fault. So he took a mother may I step forward. Can it continue? Look, they're playing a team in, in, in the Commodores that struggle to stop the run against everybody. This could be a hard matchup for him. Easy like Sunday morning. Okay, so let's get I'm into Thursday night. It, they're, they're the uh, Commodores forever. It's, it's a thing now. It, it's just a thing, Michael Lombardi. Uh, yeah. Let's think about what, we, what we've had on Thursday night. Uh, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, and Herbert. And now we get Trubisky and Brissett. Okay. The number. Love it. This number right now is sitting four with Cleveland Lane. It. The look ahead back in the summer after the Watson news was Cleveland four. Okay. Sunday night when it reopened at most shops, the Browns were three and a half. That number, just so everybody understands the machinations of this line, Michael, within 48 hours, it got up to five and a half on the Browns. So what's that tell you? We're getting Steelers money here. DraftKings is reporting 75% of the handle and 75% of the money right now on the Steelers, the dogs. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how this is all transpiring, right? And so when I when when I looked at this game, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, how are we, you know, how are we going to work this? How is Pittsburgh going to move the ball? Because the last time they played, Pittsburgh's 2-0 and last year. Pittsburgh ran the ball for 190 yards against them in the first game. And in the second game, they ran for another 110. You know, and so the Cleveland just is, is not – I think this is a Mike Tomlin effect in the betting market. I really do. 
you know, because the Browns are 0-6 against the spread in the last five six games as favorites. And the Steelers are 4-0 and against the spread versus the North. So I think this is where we're getting these trends that Steve McAdoo does such a great job with in the newsletter, in the daily email, that that's what I think is motivating the money. Do I think people will play Cleveland and Survivor? Yes. Do I think they think they're going to lose? No. But there's that Mike Tomlin, I'm going to keep the game close. And the, the first two weeks of the season, the line opened up uh, two and a half against New England. It went to three. If you took it, you pushed. And then against the, char- against the Bengals, six and a half was an easy cover for him. Mike Tomlin, we could do a whole two hours on Mike Tomlin trends, statistics, because especially with a yeah. chip on his shoulder, I'll just give you this one, then we'll move to the total. 46-23-2 against the spread Tomlin in his career as a dog. That's ridiculous. Uh, by the way, after a loss, he's 16-7 and seven ATS. So this is a dude, what does that tell you as a better? You're a novice, you're looking at these numbers. It tells you he's a mo- he motivates his guys. There's a chip on the shoulder. Like, he knows what the spread is. He knows what he's doing going into these dog matchups. And now he's got week two. And to me, week three is all about understanding what your team is and what it isn't, right? And and and, it, and take the records out of it, right? Like, the Giants are 2-0, and but we kind of know who they are. And Dayball knows who they are. He can't manage the game any differently. His margin for error is very small. Same thing with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin can't turn the ball over. He can't fumble a punt. He, if he's going to win a game, it's got to be he takes advantage of the turnovers and he makes no mistakes in the game. And when you're trying to manage Trubisky on a short week, it's a challenge because Trubisky's a player that needs reps. He needs visual reps. He needs on the field. This isn't mental reps that you get. When you practice on Thursday, right, as soon as the game's over on Sunday, you the staff stays in, you start working on that game. You know, the players come in Monday, they review to get the game plans. Tuesday, it's really a walkthrough, maybe a light workout. Wednesday, Pittsburgh's got to travel to Cleveland with another walkthrough. This morning, they probably had a walkthrough. That's a lot of mental reps, right? What Trubisky struggles with is how he can take mental reps, individual reps, and physical reps. And on a short week, it's a problem for him. So that's where Cleveland, I think, gains a significant advantage. Okay, let's continue. I like the way you laid that out, so let's suss that out a little bit more. Who are the Pittsburgh Steelers? We've got a pair of one-and-one teams on this Thursday night matchup, a quick turnaround, the Browns, of course. Let's see emotionally if they can pick back up. But who are the Steelers? The offensive line is subpar. They don't don't run block, they don't pass block, but it's a run-centric team. Trubisky right now, he's averaging a little over five yards yards per attempt. Michael, you always point to that. That means they're protecting Trubisky right now. So who is this team? We know they're good on defense, but who are they? Well, they're a team that, that they are. They hide their weak. They're, they're a team that's ball hungry. They tack the football, right? They, they need to get after it. But they're also a team that has no margin for error. Like, they can't make a mistake in a game. And, you know, they've got to be able to make the opponent play one-dimensional. And they've got to make a play here or there. They're a college offense because of his limitations. He can't really do anything in terms of the passing game. I mean, when you look at the numbers, you know, they're hard. But when you look at the the numbers of their defense against a good passing team, they struggle as well. So where they've benefited from is the turnovers, and that's going to be the key. They've created six turnovers in two weeks. That's right. You know, and so that's how Mike's got to play. He's got to get the ball out. Mike's saying to himself, forget the yards. I could care less about the yards. They rank 25th in yards allowed. They don't care about you. They're going to give you yards. They care about playing good in the red zone. They care about turning the ball over. Meanwhile, offensively, they can't gain yards. They're 30th in gaining yards. And the concerning port for Mike is I'm sure he felt like I've got to be able to run the ball with more, with more ability. And against Cleveland in the past, he has. Scrappy, fundamentals, six takeaways, Five interceptions through two games. They've given up just 37 points in regulation over two games. It's a Mike Tomlin football team, right? And now they go in division. They're catching more than a field goal. I like the way you did this, so let's continue. The Browns, who the hell are they? They're three in time of possession. They run the ball 55% of the time. They're going to go tempo. Like, especially off a short week, that's why this number's down to 38 on the total. You expect the Browns, you expect them just to run the football down their throats, no? Right. I think the Browns have done a wonderful job of managing Jacoby Brissett, right? They've done a really good job of managing him. You know, they're 23rd in the National Football League in attempted passes. 
and they've been in close games. I mean, they've been in close games. They 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 won the they won the game against Carolina, you know, and they and they lost a close game to the Jets. So it isn't like they've gotten behind and they had it. They, they've managed that right. They protected the football. They're third in interceptions. They don't do that. But where they excel is the ability to break tackles, the ability to run the football effectively, whether it's for yards or yards per attempt. And then they defend the foot. They defend you from running the ball against them. They defend you from running it. So you're going to have to put the ball in the air to beat them. And that's where teams that that can throw it, Flacco threw it. That was able. He was able to do that. So you know they gave up 309 yards passing to Joe Flacco. That that can't. Ha- I don't see Trubisky throwing for 300 yards in the game. But that's how Pittsburgh's going to have to do it. They're going to play the run and dare you to throw the football. The concerning thing if you're a Brown fan is, and, and, and Mike Pritchard mentioned this on Monday, and, and it's happened two weeks in a row now. The Browns have allowed free access touchdowns off mistakes. They blow the coverage against Robbie Anderson, touchdown, mm-hmm. one-play touchdown. They blow the coverage against uh, uh, Corey Davis against the Jets, one-play touchdown. You can't blow coverages. You're not that complicated to have those kind of mistakes. Michael, I want to save the total because there's so much going on with this total of 38. We'll get to that in the next segment. couple things here. You mentioned Brissett. You know, outside of the last two minutes, the Browns kind of controlled that game against the Jets, and Brissett was pretty good. You know, his average was 8.5 yards per attempt. He was 22 of 27. No, I mean, it's not like he played poorly. I mean, I went back and watched the tape, and clearly, you know, I mean, look, they're trying to make something out of nothing at the end of the game, so you can't really pick on that. But the reality of it is, is that's a game where the Browns' execution was outstanding. 60 rushes and completions in the game. They execute. I mean, the thing the Browns have been able to do in two games is execute. They rushed for 217 against against the, the Panthers. You know, they only threw for a buck 38. So their mm-hmm. execution has been really good. Like New England last week against Pittsburgh, New England raised their level of execution. I think Cleveland will execute very well against Pittsburgh tonight. I think it, unless they turn the ball over, Unless they turn it over, they've only had one turnover in two weeks. It's going to be hard for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to have to block a punt, going to have to create extra possessions because they're not good enough to score with the standard 12 or 11 11 possessions you get in a regular game. As far as bouncing back, if you're Cleveland, you got a couple things going for you. It's early in the season. Stefanski can use the home field as motivation. They didn't have to travel. They didn't have to go anywhere. Are you concerned about the Browns emotionally over those final two minutes bouncing back on a short week? No, I think you you just let it go. I think where, where Stefanski's got to hit them hard is the fact that, look, last year, fellas, we lost twice to this team, 16 to 10 and 20 to 12 or something like that, and we gave up too many yards rushing. They ran it down our throats. If they if we let them run the ball today this uh, on Thursday night, we will lose this game. We will lose because we can't. We have to make Mitchell Trubisky play quarterback in this game. He's from Mentor of the Lake. It's a 20-mile-an-hour win in the game. Can he get the ball to these receivers outside? Can he get the ball outside to the receivers? That's going to be hard for him. You know, with the percentages going I mean, on Pittsburgh right now. Go ahead, Michael. Finish your thought. No, I just was saying to you, you know, when you look at when you look at their passing game, I mean, it's a college offense. Everything has to be thrown up in the air. We'll talk about it when we come back, but – it's 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 hard. I mean, none of the throws outside are really good enough. Like he can, like Jostin's got a fifty-six percent from catch ratio to catches. Friermouth is only fifty-two, and he's a tight end. That totals down to thirty-eight. Michael still reason to bet the under. We'll get to that next. Here we're just getting started. Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, ExpressBet, they want to hook you up with a trip October 6th to the 9th to Santa Anita. So what you're going to do, you're going to get $1,000 in vouchers. You just go to vcin.com slash horses to register. Enter the sweepstakes now. It's our partner there, FirstBet, ExpressBet. Win a trip to the beautiful Santa Anita race, racetrack. Okay, you're going to love it. Make sure you get in there and register. You get 1000 bucks as well as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael, you mentioned... Uh, macking and off the top. So I did want to ch- just point out the VEASAN pros, when you become a subscriber, you get the pro bet systems. And it's mm-hmm. interesting because remember, we had 10 week one dogs and now we've got nine week three dogs. You and I have talked about home this dogs. home field advantage. Home dogs. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It, home dogs. Exactly. We, we Home dogs. Pardon me. We talked about the mitigation of home field. So that's that points to it. But then they had Mackin and uh, dive into Week three dogs. This is a tie for the most week three home dogs since 01 and 12, having nine. And then he, he, out of that derivative, he's got eight pro system bets week three betting on the home dogs. Okay. So I won't go into it because it's a little convoluted, but when you become a VEASAN pro, the betting systems really help you understand and pick up your bets. By the way, he comes out of that liking the Jets catching five against the Bengals. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I read read the article this morning, and I think it's fabulous. And I would say this. I think Steve will help us eliminate games as much as find games. Everybody's in search of, what's your best bet today? What's your best bet? I think, you know, as a pro betting tip, I think the best bets are the games you eliminate. you you got to start off your week with elimination. For example, the last two weeks that I I have kind of done this, my initial reaction has been this game. Carolina versus the Giants. I thought that line was messed up. And then week one, you know, there was a couple games where you think, okay, this this line's messed up. But I find that my first perception of the games is probably wrong. So stay away from it. Like this week, I really think Jacksonville getting the seven is unbelievably generous. Really, it's unbelievably based on what Jacksonville's done this year. In their offense and the defense, their defensive front, their ability to rush, the Chargers' uncertainty at quarterback, can Herbert play, can he not play, and the fact that they had two offensive linemen leave the game last week. So, And I know the way Lawrence and the way ATN and Robinson are running the football, they're a good team. They really are. And so, you know, I, I look at that line and say there's something wrong with that line, and my instincts is Jacksonville all week. But I, I think you got to keep digging into it not just settle on falling in love. Yeah, I mean, you've always discussed throwing out games so you can really focus on the games that you want to handicap because there's too many if you just start blanketing the whole entire board. I guess a more succinct way I should have put it this way, you know, Mackinnon has access to a historical database that's better than anything in the industry. When you become a VEASAN pro, you get access to that historical database. That's the best way to put it. Okay, tonight, Michael, you, you lived there for years and that is Cleveland, so no surprise. It's going to be 58 degrees, which is perfect football weather. However, we are going to have gusts up to 30 miles an hour, sustained winds 20. Mm-hmm. So what does that point to? And we can go ahead and throw up the, 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 the stat from John Ewing. Steelers-Browns totals 38.5. It's actually 38 now. In the past three seasons in games with totals of 38.5 or fewer points, the under is 7-0. and There's a lot of reasons to like this under. It open 40.5, down to 30.5. Short week, two run centric offenses. I'll let you run with the total here. 
And, and two quarterbacks that are not, I mean, Brissett's throwing for a higher percentage, but in, in the era of football where percentage of completions have risen dramatically, Mitchell's at 59%, okay? So, you know, that that's problematic. And so he doesn't complete a lot of passes. He's not able to execute the passing game. And you're right. Both teams will run the ball, which means the clock will continue. But I, I think both teams want to play it conservative. I know Pittsburgh has to. Yeah, they'll, they'll take their chances. I mean, Pittsburgh's relied on their red zone defense, their ability to stay, you know, keep teams from getting from the game getting away from them, right? Pittsburgh, you know, New England scored 10-3. It was 17. They never let the game get away from them, which was important. And so I think that that's going to be the key tonight. It, and, and if I'm Cleveland, I'm I'm all over this first quarter. I got to get ahead of them. My two my first two drives have to produce points. Get up 10 nothing on them. Make them have to get back and make them a little desperate. But I think the pace of the game indicates an under. There's no denying that. Only because the lack of execution by the quarterbacks on Pittsburgh's side. As I was saying when we went to break, I mean, I love to look at the stat of how many targets you get and how many perceptions you have and what is your percentage of catches, right? Now, when you play in the middle of the field, the tight ends and the the the, the running backs, that number should be well into the seventies. Like Nigel Harris is at, he's had he's had eight targets, seven receptions, so he's at eighty seven point five percent. That's really good because you're th- they're shorter passes, they're easy to complete, but the receivers have longer passes. Where D- John Johnson's got twenty two targets, he only has thirteen receptions. He's only averaging eight point six a catch. He's at fifty nine percent. That's low. Fryer moves had 17 targets. He's only got nine. I mean, that's 52.9%. So all these things, what does that mean? The quarterback's playing like dog. He's not playing very good. You know, and we have no passing game. So how do you manage that? We run it more. There's the clock. Mentioned number three time of possession for the Browns. Let's take a look at what happened between these two teams. As you mentioned last year, starting quarterbacks, Ben and Baker, the totals 2-0 to the under on the two between these division rivals last year. The totals closed. The first game closed 43. There were 25 points scored. The second game closed mm-hmm. 43 and a half. There were 40 points scored. So two unders. And again, we've got 38 on the board right now. If you like 38, you want to go under it, you may may as well bet it now because I see a couple 37 and a halfs popping up. This is like mid-2000s yeah, I mean, football you're... right here. I mean, Mike Tomlin wants to, this. He wants this to be an under game all the way. He has no interest. He, he can't play a shootout. He can't. And if the Browns are able to make some plays, I don't know where Minka Fitzpatrick is in terms of today, but if the Browns make some plays in their passing game and Brissett has played within himself. See, this is the dilemma you get into if, you, if you're Kevin Stefanski. Do I extend Brissett out a little bit or do I stay true to my core? I think he stays true to my, his core because I think the further he extends Brissett out, the, less, the, the bigger chance there's risk for turning the ball over. And if he turns the ball over, he keeps Pittsburgh in the game. Mika Fitzpatrick is set to play. He was limited in practice. The injury for the Browns, that is concerning. It's a guy that you and I have had fun with. But, you know, Jadavian on that other edge, the bookend, Jadavian Clowney is going to miss this affair. He's played really well, and he'll miss it. So, But they should be able to rush against this line. I mean, New England was really good in the first half. New England was bad on third down. They were really good. They were they allowed six of seven third downs to be converted in the first half against them, and some of them were long yardage, which is un, uncharacteristic. And now they cleaned it up in the second half. To me, the game where the game where New England started to take advantage of the game was in the run game with Ramondo Stevenson and Damian Harris. Those guys took over, and the offensive line of the uh, of the of the Patriots dominated the game in the run game. And so I think that's going to be the case. I think Cleveland's O-line's got to dominate the run game here. Primetime unders this year, six and one to the under, of course, as far as the totals are concerned, Thursday night unders with totals under 40, which matches the system tonight, 26 and two hitting at a 77% clip. How about this Tomlin in his career at Cleveland? He's nine, five and one straight up. And he's 10. Those games have cash 10 uh, and five to the under. So Tomlin, I mean, this is just a perfect spot for Tomlin. It, look, Cleveland yep. may be able to run all over this Pittsburgh team, uh, but this is, this is, this sets up perfectly for Tomlin. Right. And, and here's another nugget to help you. If you want to go under and I, is this, 
the Browns are the fifth best team in the National Football League in eating up clock on drives. Okay? So they eat a lot of clock to score. Their defense is the number one team in forcing the opponent to eat up clock. So there's a lot of clock eating going on here. And when there's a lot of clock eating going on, there's a lot of under potential. You know, it's weird. I was kind of digging through some of the numbers. The Browns go pacey, like really pacey in the first half, and then they slow down a little bit in the second half. Maybe the team just gets gassed. But I did look up the first no. half, of course, the first half number. The Browns are laying three in the first half. Go ahead and take the, run away with that thought. What were you thinking? Well, I'm thinking they just want to play from in front. I mean, that's, that sets – when you play from in front, it Miles Garrett's in the game. When you play from in front, it helps Clowney. When you play from in front, you know – now, you can't blow a coverage. I mean, you got a 30-17 to 17 lead in that game with under two minutes to go. That You're going to win that game. But that's how they have to play. To me, the when you're a run team like they are, and you're worried about your quarterback like they are, then you've got to play from in front. You've got to make the first quarter so dramatic. It's the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles, for all the goodness that Jalen Hurts has done, he, they've scored 41 points in the second quarter, the Eagles offense. 41 in two games. I mean, so what they're doing is they're going into halftime with this lead and they're making the other team play left-handed and they're allowing their team to have both aspects of a If they were down those many points, now Hurts has got to throw the ball more and it puts more pressure on their pass offense. If the Eagles continue to play this well, the Lombardi line throughout the full entire season is going to be must-watch TV. That's all I can say. Because, I mean, Hurts, I don't know where the accuracy came from. It is, it, it's, that town must be buzzing. Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, my fly. God. I you don't want to go to Wawa. That's all they talk about at Wawa. Key number alerts when we come back. Line movement on a Thursday. It's Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, make sure you become a VSEN pro. Right now, it's 175 bucks through the Super Bowl. Go to VSEN.com slash subscribe. As a matter of fact, we had meetings within VSEN yesterday about VSEN pro packages. And really, what I took away from the meetings was that those that have become VSEN pros have not only made money, but they've learned along the way with the pro tools and the pro tips. We've received a lot of feedback from those that have signed up and become VEASAN pros that they feel like they're becoming more sophisticated betters. And then the most important part is they're making cash. So you can do it right now, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Remember, you get the College Pro Football Betting Guides, Michael Lombardi's articles, Point Spread Weekly, everything we offer. Become a part of the team. You know, something stood out as we welcome you back. Hope you're having a nice week. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, the Lombardi line. Something that really stood out to me, and I was thinking about it this morning, Michael, was you kept mentioning last week, by the time we got to Sunday, by the time we got the kickoff, you lost your numbers, right? You had started to lose yep. your numbers. And that is very important to point out where it's counterintuitive to kind of wrap your money up early in the week, and then you got to wait for it to play out. As human beings, we like that kind of immediacy, but... You lost some of your key numbers last week, so I wanted to go through some of these games that are starting to hit or come off key numbers and, and talk about how this will change by the time we close on Sunday. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah, sure does. And that's why I run the numbers on Wednesday and because I have all the data in and I can and look at it and go from there and then kind of see where they're going. Most, most I, I change my numbers every week. I think most handicappers have their numbers carry over. That's why you see a lot of books on when you wake up Monday morning, there's a lot of bets that have been made on games. And those are usually from sharp bettors trying to capture the number. A hundred percent. So for example, I'll give you one from DraftKings. DraftKings, New Orleans, Carolina, this number was two and a half. Now we're starting to see threes pop up. So again, mm -hmm. if you do want to bet New Orleans, that momentum, the percentages, everything is pointing to New Orleans getting bet up to lane three on the road against Carolina. You don't want to lay three when you can lay two and a half. By kickoff, this may be three. Let's talk about that matchup. New Orleans potentially laying three at Carolina. Well, let's go back last year. You know, Carolina started the season off and they played week two of the season. New Orleans comes to town. They dominated them. I mean, they dominated New Orleans. I think New Orleans had 189 yards of offense, and that's when Jameis Winston was playing. Uh, they did a tremendous job of of, of stifling uh, the running game, not letting Camaro get going. Not sure he's going to play this week, but they did a tremendous job there. They scored 26 points. They won the game going away. It was a rather easy game. 
Then they played later in the season in 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 New Orleans, and New Orleans struggled to move the football against them in, in that game as well. They were able to win the game and cover, but it these are close games to me. This is one of those games. I think Carolina has a sense of confidence going against them. Now, Dennis Allen's defense is always challenging, but I think they have a sense of confidence because they stopped New Orleans. Now, New Orleans' offense without Michael Thomas last year, bat- better with him, with Jarvis Landry. Look, the key to the Panthers' game, this is they gotta, they got to create a turnover. They've, played, they've given the ball away and haven't gotten the ball, and that's why they're 0-2 and not 2-0. Another one that's interesting is DraftKings opened Baltimore three on the road against New England. That number has dipped down to two and a half. So underneath the key number of three with Baltimore laying it at New England. However, you know, they're reporting 79% of the bets, 67% of the money on Baltimore. That tells you there's some sharp money coming underneath and betting New England here. And I could tell you why, Patrick, because it, it, as a home underdog in the last, uh, I think, 19 games, that Belichick's been a home underdog in his career in in New England. He's fifteen and four in those games. So and he's a home Pretty dog. Good. He's probably going to cover. And so you want to give Bill Belichick three points at home. Go ahead. Now it's a lot better to give him two and a half. Look, look. Baltimore has a long way to go defensively from where they were, you know, and what they need to get done. The first game they played. I mean, the Jets moved the ball on them in the first game. They ran the ball effectively. They stopped running. Flacco, they left Flacco throw it 60 times, and they got the lead. So, you know, it's not like all of a sudden Miami just couldn't. Now, the first half, they played well against Miami. Tua was 12 for 20, threw two picks. His quarterback rating was about a 60, had 150 yards in those 20 pass attempts. So they were better in the first half. But once they got injured, and I don't know where they are injury-wise, I think that's why on a, on a Thursday afternoon you got to be really careful here. My line for that game is I think it's about a one-and-a-half-point game, Baltimore being the favorite. So, you know, I think as long as that number stays there at two-and-a-half, you're getting a pretty good number. I suspect by Sunday, by Sunday, I think this number will be really about two. It will be will be two, I think. I think it could co- keep coming because as I look at it, Patrick, start what I try to do every week is on Monday is look at the percentage of bets of the cash. Monday, the Patriots had 23% of the money. Then Tuesday, they had 20%. And in the last day and a half, they've had 33%. They are also one of those teams that on Thursday, they are a low-ticket count, high-money count. Let me give you a fascinating one, because you mentioned Miami. So Buffalo, Miami. So I'll use Circa Mm -hmm. as an example. Circa opened Buffalo on the road at Miami 5. Okay? Within the first 24 hours immediately that number got hit down to Buffalo Lane 4. However, the percentages, all the tickets, everything was being written on Buffalo. So that tells you there was some sharp money coming out underneath on Miami. Then all of a sudden, Michael, we had this number jump all the way up to Buffalo Lane 6.5. Got hit down to 6, 5.5, and, and it's sitting somewhere. Buffalo Lane 5.5, 6, key number of 6, don't forget. 5.5, 6 at Miami. But it's just been a wild ride with that number. And the splits have been 14% on Miami money-wise, 19% on the Miami money-wise, and now back down to 18. So Buffalo's getting the money, and the line's kind of – I think it's kind of a little bit frozen here. But look, the last time they played these two teams, Buffalo won handily in both games, would have covered this line easily. They played in Miami last year. That was the game two It played very little. He was one for five for 10 yards. He got hurt. Then Brissett had to come in. That was a 35 to nothing route. Like, my question in this game is how is – if Josh Boyer enters the game in a man-to-man framework, Josh Allen's going to have a pretty good day running the ball. The other question is Xavier Howard. Is he healthy to play in this game? That's going to be a concern because if they lose their best corner and all of a sudden they they can't get into a man-to-man game against these receivers and the way Allen is throwing the football. This is a tough matchup for Miami. And Miami has done a good job of being able to pressure – Pressure Tua inside. To me, that's the key. you got to force negative plays on Tua. You can't allow him to be ahead of the down and distance so all those easy short throws come back into play. You want to know, I don't think this will surprise you, but how about it's just, it just shows you as a better that we're up, down, week to week. The perception changes over the course of you know five, six days. How about the team that's getting some love here? So I'll use Circa again. Arizona hosting the Rams. 
on Sunday night, Circa opened this number, the Rams lane five. We're all the way down to the Rams lane three and a half at Arizona. Yeah, you know, it's, this is a little surprising, but I think it's more of a commentary on the fourth quarter and the overtime with the with the Cardinals and the way Stafford right. and the Rams have played so inconsistently and turned the ball over to the degree. You know, to me, I think that's where that's going. I, I did not see the Rams. When you go back and watch that playoff game in Los Angeles last year, it was dominating performance by the Rams defense. It was dominant. They kept Murray in the pocket. They made him play quarterback. They didn't allow him to get out. I think this is going to be a hard game for the cards. Can he, can he, if he gets out of the pocket and makes those plays he made against the Raiders, it's easy. But to me, I think this is a hard one. I, I think the Rams have to get some more consistency out of their offense. I mean, right now they are so turnover prone. I mean, they had no business, they had no business making that a close game against Atlanta. They dominated that game and all of a sudden, because of their turnovers, you know, they they've let it get away. And Stafford's got to protect the football at a much better clip. He's got to. You know, they're, they're the worst team. He's thrown the most interceptions of anybody in the National Football League. Think about that, Patrick. You know? And, and so, you know, you can't win like that. I mean, you wonder why you're losing. There's six turnovers in the last two games. I think that's why that line's moving to them. I'll tell you what makes handicapping the Cardinals a variable that makes them tricky. And I call it, with my friends, I call it handicapping vibes. How do you cap the Cardinals? Because is there internal strife? up down the emotions every single week. Will they ride the high from that overtime in Las Vegas or will there be another letdown? It's like, that's one of those teams where it's kind of, I use the term bipolar where you just don't know what you're getting week to week with this Cardinal team emotionally. Well, I think a lot of it depends on does the game become a loose game? So the difference between the Raider game and the chief game is simply this. The chiefs didn't stop scoring. The Raiders did. So when Arizona kind of got themselves in some rhythm, you know, the Chiefs answered the rhythm. And so it kept them, you know, they kept having to fight, make all those weird plays. When the Raider, when, when Arizona scored, the Raiders, if the Raiders get it to 27, they're going to win the game. They're going to win the game. But they couldn't score. They couldn't make a play when it counted. Kansas City could. That's the difference between those two teams. And I think in this game, you know, when you keep them around and let them hang around Arizona and he can run around and make his plays – you know, it, it becomes that's the game they want to play. They want to play an ugly, fast break game. They don't want to play a system of offense game. No, when it falls apart, that's where Kyler excels. They and the love reason it. I brought up vibes as well, it. Michael, like, think about that wasn't just poor execution in that wild card game in Los Angeles. Like, the Cardinals team was not there emotionally. So you just don't know no, what you get no. at times, right? Even after they won, I didn't feel it. That's interesting. That's interesting you say that. Professional handicapper Mike Samich joins us next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football fans, you can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Just place a single first touchdown score prop on every Thursday night pro football game. That's coming up tonight. If your bet loses, you're going to receive up to $25 back in free bets. I mean, that's just benevolence, right? This offer is available all season long over at BetMGM. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level. Again, first touchdown score prop on every Thursday night football game. If your bet loses, you could receive up to $25 back in free bets. Doesn't get better than that. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older if you have a gambling problem. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. He's got his game face on. We're going to have Mike Palm join us later in the show. Looking forward to that. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. We're going to bring in professional handicapper, racingdudes.com, Mike Samich. No pressure. He went three for three last Thursday night. Let's see if he can hand out some winners today. But let's start with an overview as we say thank you for joining us, Mike. And that is when I think of the AFC North, I think of like betting in 2000, you could bet into a total with the Ravens and the Steelers of like 32 or 32 and a half. Well, we do have a low total tonight of 38. And you're talking about overview here. We've got scoring down in the NFL. Yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, 2020 was the, the the peak mark for scoring at 49.6 points per game that year. Now here in 2022, we're seeing that all the way down to 42.4 uh, points per game. So almost a full touchdown less in two years. Uh, that obviously you see that in the totals. It's it's interesting to kind of attack the derivative markets and kind of figure out where you can go from there. When you take a look at at the wide receivers or the the receptions touchdowns per game, those have not changed very much. Just 0.2 off since 2020. However, running back touch. Touchdowns. You were seeing rushing touchdowns in 2020, two per game. You're just seeing 1.2 so far this year. So one way to attack this under or this this rash of unders that we've seen early is not to just play the under, which is you've seen that adjustment made from the Vegas books. But look at running back, no touchdowns. Only 23 running backs have rushed for a touchdown so far in the first two weeks. And only two running backs have more than one rushing touchdown. Yet if you go through the games, a lot of your favorite touchdown score are still running backs. Tonight, the three biggest favorites are all running backs. I'm going I'm to be playing no on at least two of them tonight. And and but I mean you know Chubb's going to get it in the end zone. I mean if Cleveland's going to score, it's Chubb. So you're going to play against Hunt and a against Najee Harris, I would presume. I'm actually going to play against Chubb tonight as well. He's he's an interesting one. He's minus 150 to get in the end zone. So you're getting plus 130 for the no touchdown. And when you look at games last year, he only scored in seven of 14 games. So if you can get plus money on Chubb, I think it's actually a good bet. You're going to have everyone who's thinking exactly like you are, Mike. We got to play toward these running backs. You're going to look at this. You're going to look at Chubb getting in the end zone especially with the way the weather's going to be tonight. You're going to see a lot of runs. You're going to see a very slow pace because of these 20-mile-per-hour wins. But I'm willing to fade some of these running backs if I'm getting negative money on them scoring a touchdown because just the way that the NFL has played out so far this year, you're seeing more passing attempts inside the five-yard line, more passing attempts inside the 10-yard line. You're seeing fullbacks getting rushing touchdowns. Tight ends are getting rushing touchdowns. They're finding different people to run with the ball. And specifically, both of these quarterbacks have the ability to run inside the five for a touchdown as well. How about good the point. scoring, That's Michael? That's a great point. Let's go, to, let's go to you, Michael. The scoring over two seasons being down almost a full touchdown. I, it is interesting because two years ago, I was thinking about this when Mike sent over his notes. You just would see 40-plus, 40-plus as far as totals. We're starting to see some 30s. As a matter of fact, Houston, Chicago's 38-and-a-half uh, opener. You're starting to see some of these numbers dip into the 30s, Michael. A lot of us, we don't have great quarterbacks. And then we lose. I mean, we've played two weeks of the season, and we've lost two starting quarterbacks. We didn't have 32 good starting quarterbacks, and now we've already lost two. So I think a lot of that is quarterbacking play, you know, and and how well does the quarterback perform for your team? And then I think I thought the scoring would go up a little bit because of the picky penalties, like the one in the Raider Cardinal game where I never saw the hold, where the illegal contact that they're supposed to call. I thought that would increase scoring, but and especially. The other thing I think that's hurt a little bit is, you know, we're not allowed to talk about this, Mike, but when you fail to go for it on fourth down and you turn down points, that does affect the scoring, although you're not allowed to talk about not not only successful fourth down conversions are allowed to be talked about on the Lombardi line. <laughs> this is Michael. Michael will go to his 
he will go to his grave. Again, he embraces analytics. He also embraces flow of game and points. common sense. Yeah. Mike Samich joining and us. Points. Professional hand. Yeah, and points. He likes points. That's a crazy notion. Get some points in the NFL. You may win a football game. Okay, let's talk about Thursday. Then you've got plenty more to tackle here. Mike Samich, professional handicapper, joining us. So, again, tonight you're looking at a number of four mostly across the board and 38s. Do you got to play on the side or the total here, Mike? So I, I'm looking at both. I'm looking at the first half for plays here. I, I think four is about the right number for the game. I don't want to lay too big of a number with Jacoby Brissett, especially with the wind blowing there and what we saw from an end game strategy from Cleveland last week, which was atrocious to say the least. Um, but in the first half, I have two plays here. If, if we can get Cleveland to minus two and a half, I do think Cleveland has the edge here without uh, Watt in there for the Pittsburgh defense. They fall drastically from a top five defense down to a bottom 10 defense. Uh, statistically over the last two years. So I, I'm interested in playing Cleveland on this side. I think they're going to be able to run the ball better. Pittsburgh's offensive line is beat up. I would take Brissett over <laughs> over uh, Trubisky, even though that's that's a smaller edge in my mind. But to me, the real edge here is on the under 19 first half. Uh, I don't expect either of these teams to play very quickly or play very aggressively in the first half. You're going to see a ton of runs behind both of these offensive lines. Najee Harris was averaging around 2.7, 2.8 yards a carry this season. I don't think that's going to improve very much. So I think you're going to see a lot of punting, a lot of runs, very slow game clock, in the, or very fast game clock in the first half. And just to kind of put the nail in the coffin on this one, if you go and you look at the team totals for the first half, you have 10.5 for Cleveland, juiced minus 150 to the under. You've got 7.5 for Pittsburgh, juiced minus 150 to the under. That equals 18. And the first half line right now is sitting at 19, and both of those unders are juiced. Wow. I mean, that's a great point. I mean, there it is right there it for really you. Is. It's right there for you to take it. That's a tremendous point of being able to it, it, look at the market, see the odds you're getting, and then find another place where you're getting a better number. I think that's awesome stuff, Mike. Yep. Well done, Mike. So under 19, I do see the three. So again, Cleveland's laying three in the first half, but I see 105s on the three. So we could potentially see a two and a half. That'll be gobbled up quickly. So make sure you're on your splits there over at vsin.com. Another game you wanted to touch on, Mike Samich joining us here on the Lombardi line. Another game you wanted to touch on, interesting, Atlanta and Seattle. I, I essentially have it a pick them across the board. What to make of it? A very interesting travel spot for Atlanta. They didn't go back home to Atlanta. They stayed in the Pacific Northwest off that loss to Los Angeles. I think that's a huge factor in this game. I love it when teams incorporate this extra week of training camp and they stay on the East Coast or the West Coast in between two games in the same time zone. This would have been the worst travel spot, maybe in the entire NFL schedule. Think about it, going from Atlanta to San Francisco, back to Atlanta, all the way to Seattle. Love the idea by the coaching staff here to stay on the West Coast. You have a very focused Atlanta team in this spot. I have Seattle as the only team in the NFL rated in the bottom five offense and defense in my ratings. I think the Seattle defense is atrocious. And I think people forget that when Marcus Mariota is healthy and he's running the football, he's not a terrible quarterback. He's decent. And this Seattle defense just cannot handle it. They were drastically outgained by Denver in that first game, giving up almost 10 yards per play. I thought they were very lucky to win it. Daniel Hackett's, or Nathaniel Hackett's coaching decisions cost Denver that game, uh, both on play calling and obviously that field goal side. The other fact that I love here, and this is an interesting one, since 2012, teams that are 0-2 facing a team with a win in week three cover the spread 60% of the time. We're going to have a more desperate Atlanta team. They have to win this game. I think they're going to be able to unlock Kyle Pitts as well against this defense. So I'm going to take Atlanta here. I, I got them on Sunday at Pickham. Uh, right now they're back to Pickham. Uh, I think they're going to go off as a short favorite in this spot. I think that's the correct side. Yeah, you know, I actually have Atlanta favorite in the game. I mean, you talk about power rankings. You have Seattle bottom third, bottom uh, five of offense and defense. I'm right there with you. I mean, what does Seattle do well? I mean, they, they could at one time run the ball. That doesn't seem to be the case. And, you know, I think this Atlanta team, the offense that Arthur Smith ran in the first game in the say, it's a fairly good offense. And you're right. If Mariota can stay healthy, I think they could actually move the football. I expect them to have success on Sunday. I think, I think they're going to actually blow Seattle out. So I'm, I'm going to play some derivative lines there as well, minus three and a half, things like that to try and get a little value. Atlanta's been, been practicing there at University of Washington, so the weather a little bit better this time of the year in the Pacific Northwest as well. The Titan fade trade continues. We'll finish with this one, Samich. Adjusted number on the season win, 7.5, and, and minus 160 to miss the postseason. You like the Titans to miss out. I do. This was one of my biggest fades. One of my biggest bets was under 9.5. Uh, I feel like you saw the writing on the wall from the front office. 
uh, getting rid of uh, A.J. Brown, sending him sending him away, drafting a rookie uh, quarterback, drafting a rookie wide receiver. Then you have their top offensive lineman get injured, their top pass rusher get injured. This team is in a, a free fall. I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if you see some aggressive moves. Mike, I'd love your opinion on this. I think it's time for them to get rid of Tannehill. I think it's time for them to get rid of Henry, see what they can get in the trade market for the two of them, and really embrace this rebuild. They have a, a brutal schedule. They're facing the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Packers, the Bengals, and the Eagles. And back to back to back to back to back week. That is just a, a, a yeah. murder's row. It's going to be tough for them to get to seven and a half and make the playoffs. I agree. I don't like their talent level at all. And if you go back last year, this is a team that lost to since that lost games. I think they lost to the Jets and they lost to the Texans. Games they shouldn't have lost. But their talent level isn't as good as people think. They've got some talented players, but they're no that they're not the same team. And now these injuries with the two tackles. It's going to be a hard game for them. It really is. I'm with you Mike on it, Mike. Mike Samich, Mike professional handicapper. He gave out five picks for tonight. If you want the five picks, become a VEASAN pro, and they're all archived over at VEASAN.com. We're back. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Mike. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.